1: Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. You, you join us this week in Reading, the Barcher town associated with many great names from past and present. Visitors may wish to take in the memorial to John Blagrave, the eminent 19th century mathematician and father of algebra. Although after being ribbed at school, little algebra later changed his name. <laughs> <laughs> On the advice of his aunt, Mrs. Emily Quadratic Equation... world fame was brought to reading by joseph huntley of huntley and palmer fame the philanthropist who provided a row of terraced houses for the poor sadly at the official grand opening the ones at each end were found to have developed cracks and quickly crumbled <laughs> Probably Reading's most famous temporary resident was Oscar Wilde, who in that less enlightened Victorian time served two years hard labour in prison here for what the town's guide describes as a social indiscretion. According to Lord Alfred Douglas, Oscar was as indiscreet as a nine-bob note. (laughs) Clive Sinclair, who invented the C-5, was born here commercial success evaded his novel Electric Scooter, as its range was limited to no more than a few hundred yards, or slightly more if you bought the optional extension lead. (laughs) As we can see, Reading is a veritable A to Z of famous names. But what are the ordinary people whose mundane, everyday lives are so rarely exposed to public gaze? Let's meet the teams. (laughs) They are on my left, Graham Garden and Barry Cryer. And on my right, Jeremy Hardy and Tim Brook-Taylor. And, getting comfortable on my left hand, please welcome our scorer, the delightful Samantha. Let's kick off with a brand new game called New Definitions. Many of the words we use today have a meaning which is quite different from the original. For example, the term terrific, as in the sentence, this game is a terrific one, clearly means really good. But it used to mean instilling terror, and it still can, given a subtle change of context. For example, if I say this game is a terrific waste of my and everybody else's bloody time and always will be, the original meaning becomes all too apparent. So let's hear a selection of words with new meanings that the teams have spotted for us. Jeremy,
2: will you start, please? Dictator means a humorously shaped root vegetable.
3: (laughs) Colonnade, a fizzy enema. (laughs) Graham.
0: (laughs) Gurgle. To steal a ventriloquist's dummy. <laughs> Snuffbox,
3: coffin. <laughs> Toronto, expression used by the Lone Ranger when drunkenly addressing his colleague. Hyde Ranger, warning by the Lone Ranger's colleague.
2: Circumspect, the point of view of a rabbi. (laughs) Humpty Dumpty, one who is humped and dumped. (laughs) Intercontinental, a person who's wet themselves all over the world. (laughs)
3: sub judice the israeli underground system
2: <laughs> importune singing like me
3: beaver oh. brook a nude bathing area
0: <laughs> rap scallion a funky spring onion <laughs>
2: Disconsulate, a particular embassy.
0: <laughs> Hiding, a bell you can't reach. <laughs> Lymph verb to walk with a lisp. <laughs> <laughs> Transistor, a brother who wears his mother's clothes. <laughs> Antelope to run off with your mother's sister.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's time now for a musical diversion with Pick Up Song, in which the team sing along with a selection of discs. As is traditional on these occasions, Samantha went along to the gramophone library earlier to collect the team's records. It's pitch black down there, so Samantha and the elderly archivist have taken to searching the shelves by candlelight. which can be messy, so while Samantha passes down the discs, the nice man holds the ladder while he cleans the dust and whacks off in the dark. (laughs) Samantha is now poised over the turntable and ready to give the team's discs a spin until, at my signal, she turns the volume down. You should continue to sing, teams, and if, when the music returns, you're within a nats nadger of the original, I'll be awarding points. And points mean prizes. What do points mean? Wrong! (laughs) You didn't let me finish the question. I've got here, what do points mean in Swahili? (laughs) Let's try it again. Oh, I could rule the world if I played my part <laughs> right, couldn't I? This week's prize will thrill the parrot lover who wants to raise cash for charity. It's the chance to do a sponsored parakeet jump. <laughs> <laughs> Barry, will you uh, start this? And I'd like you to accompany Otis Redding singing Sitting on the Dock of the Bay.
3: Otis.
0: <laughs> You're in Redding.
3: Sitting in the morning sun. sun. I'll be sitting when the evening comes. Out oh, as you've gone, <laughs> watching the ships roll in. Then I watch them roll away again. Yeah. yeah, I'm sitting on the dock of the bay, watching the tide roll away. Yeah. Ooh, I'm just sitting on the dock of the bay, nice. wasting time. <laughs> I left my home in Georgia. <laughs> Headed for the Frisco Bay.
4: Oh.
1: Tim now, would you please accompany Joni Mitchell singing Big Yellow Taxi? <laughs> paradise, I
4: put a back in love
0: with a pink hotel, a boutique, and a swinging hot spa. Oh, and it always seemed to go But you don't know what you've
2: got till it's gone.
0: They paid the price and put up a parking lot. They took all the trees and put them in a tree museum. And they charged
4: the people a dollar and a half just to see them do it all seem to go? That you don't know what you've got till it's gone. So, they're to paradise. And put up a parking lot. <clears> to... <throat> <laughs> <Do-ba-ba-ba-ba-do>. Pop, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Hmm.
1: <laughs> you now, Graham, would you please accompany Roger Miller singing King of the Road? Trailer
0: for sale or rent Rooms to let
3: fifty cents
0: No phone, no pool, no pets I Ain't got no cigarettes Ah, but two hours of pushin' broom Buys a 8 but four-bit room Mama, man of means by no means a king of the road, third boxcar midnight train, destination Bangor, Maine. Old worn-out shooting shoes.
3: I don't pay no in, 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 union dues. Stokin' on.
4: We're waiting.
1: Finally. Finally, Jeremy, would you please accompany Ricky Martin singing "Livin' La Vida <laughs> She's
2: little superstition, black like cats and voodoo dolls. I feel a premonition that girl's gonna make me fall. <laughs> She's into new sensation, new kicks and candlelight, she's got a new addiction for every day and night, she'll make you take your clothes off and go dancing in the rain, she'll make you live the crazy life and she'll take away your pain. Like a bullet to your brain
4: (laughs) Outside,
2: inside, out She's living la vida loca She'll push and pull you down She's living la vida loca Her lips are never
4: (laughs) The (laughs) And her
2: skin's a color of mocha She will wear you out She's living la vida loca
1: Coincidence is a wonderful thing. <laughs> we move on to our next game now, Sound Charades. It's based on the TV show Give Us a Clue, where the team score points by miming film titles against the clock. And who can forget that breathtaking finish when Lionel Blair came from behind and had Dirty Harry licked in under two minutes? <laughs> In the original version, the teams weren't allowed to speak. (laughs) Happy days. (laughs) Well, in ours, they do speak. Tim and Jeremy, you're to start, please, and your title will shortly be displayed to the audience via the laser display screen. (laughs) And here's a mystery voice for listeners at home.
2: Don't look now. Don't look now. Three words, and it's a film, and it goes like this. Oh, here she is, look. Oh, what's she like? Oh, can I have a... No, no, you can't have a butcher's, oh, no. Oh, please, at this moment, I want... No, at this I'm moment, my... you must keep your face... I, well, I what to... she like? She's no better than short. Be. I want to see, I want no, to see. No, you can't. You oh, can't keep what is staring what... straight ahead. Oh, I need to put my eyes in that direction at this very moment. No, you must direct <laughs> your gaze
4: away at all times. Oh, the no, oh! <laughs> oh, look
2: at her, red duffel coat, no knickers. Oh, <laughs> Does it carry on camping? Yeah. <laughs> in, in a way,
0: yes. No. Don't look. Keep what? your eyes away. You're um. teasing
4: us.
3: <laughs>
0: Don't look now.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: OK. Your turn, Barry and Graham. Your title's now being exhibited on the laser display board. And here again is the mystery voice for listeners at home.
4: Buffy the
1: Vampire
3: Slayer.
2: Buffy, the vampire slayer. Okay.
3: Four words. Four words. TV. TV. Starting now. Starting now. Oh, I say. What a magnificent selection of finger foods they've laid out here. Can I...
0: (laughs) Can I... uh... TV. Four words.
4: (laughs) But No. um...
0: (laughs) Magnificent selection of finger foods. I possibly tempt you to uh, some of this cheese and garlic dip? I think not. No. <laughs> how about, uh, how about some, of the, some of these garlic and chive crisps? No! no uh, co- cocktail sausage, then, in garlic sauce. Never! Oh, wait a minute. Well, here's something you can have. It's half a grapefruit here stuffed with cocktail sticks and <laughs> would you know it impaled on them? Ah! There's a pineapple chunk and a
3: bit of cheese and a I clove must, of garlic. Oh, I must go now. I hear the children of the mm. night calling. Well, over there, look. There's a lovely bowl of fruit glistening in the sunshine. Ah!
4: Yeah. <laughs> nice.
0: Could Buffy come into this?
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Buffy the Vampire slayer. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Or should we say Buffet Buffet
1: Buffet. (laughs) It's time now to play the game called Mornington (laughs) Crescent (laughs) But first First I notice that in response to recent appeals We've received a communication this week It comes from a Mrs Trellis of North Wales She writes Dear Claims Direct As a result of going short-sighted at work through no fault of my own, I have, to wear, I have to wear perfectly ordinary spectacles. Then, within the last three years, I very nearly tripped on a small step ladder and now find I can no longer play football properly. <laughs> Yours sincerely, Mrs. Trellis, team captain, Coventry City Football Club. <laughs> Anyway, this week we'll be playing the old board game version of Mornington Crescent. I'm sure you'll have one of these tucked away in the games cupboard at home. It's a pale imitation of the real thing, of course, as it's dictated by the roll of the dice rather than any proper strategy. But it might be instructive for new players to hear if they're still unfamiliar with the rules. (laughs) Tim, will you start, please?
0: Yeah, I'll be the mobile phone. Right.
3: Hatton Cross. Oh. Hmm. Bad start. Oh, I can't. Yeah. Well, i come out, can I? Seven the hard way. Community chest. <laughs> Go back to Old, old Kent Road. Hmm. Can you just put it there? I, I know, but I'd like to the listeners to know what's going on. All right.
0: We've got a house on that.
3: Right. Yeah. Oh God, <laughs> That'll be ninepence.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Heading your way.
4: Right, here
2: you go. Oh, well done. I'm going downstairs now. <laughs> Coming back upstairs. That's uncanny. Oh, collect £200.
3: <laughs> Barry?
4: <laughs>
3: Don't look at me. Got anything, Grant? No. Got any loose? I have nothing loose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, Jeremy. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Can't help you there. Oh. I'd like to be a lady tonight. Oh. One. Nice. Trafalgar Square. Oh, it's all right. I've got a t- Starbucks on that. <laughs> oh. Oh, six to double
3: go. Oh, there we go. go back through. Summon at the door. <laughs> oh, pick up a card. <clears throat> go to Mornington Crescent. Hey! Ah!
1: Incidentally, I've been asked to make a minor correction about the new dust jacket of the little book of Mornington Crescent. Where it says, now a motion picture, it should in fact read, not a motion picture. (laughs) Well, let's lighten things up with some music now. The teams are going to take turns to sing a song, alternating one word each at a time, in a round called singing relay. This shouldn't be confused with a similar game called signing relay, which we played just once. The team sang songs suggested by the audience, giving hand signals. It wasn't a success, and we never did discover what song was represented by 700 hands doing a knife-stabbing action. (laughs) Piano accompaniment will be provided by Colin Sell, who was telling us he spends an hour every day studying opera. When her show's finished, he switches over and watches Jerry Springer. Tim and Jeremy, I'd like you to begin by providing a version of the Frank and Nancy Sinatra hit, Something Stupid.
2: I know I stand in line Until you think you have the time To spend an an evening with with me
1: Okay, your turn, Barry and Graham. Would you please provide a rendition of Non, je ne regrette rien? (laughs) Non,
3: rien de rien. Non, je ne regrette rien. Ni le bien, bien qu'on ma fait, ni le mal. Tout jamais bien égal. Non, rien ah. de rien. Non, je ne regrette rien. rien. C'est balayé, balayer, balayer oublié, je me fous du
1: Well, it's almost time to say goodbye, but there's just time to squeeze in a round of complete jokes in which I'll present the teams with the first part of some of my favourite old jokes and ask them to try to remember the punchlines. And we're going to start with you, <laughs> Jeremy. What's the joke? Doctor, doctor, I keep thinking I'm a pair of curtains.
2: Well, try wearing this protective helmet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Would you like to hear the real one? or you know the real one, do you? What is it
2: then? gentlemen over there. I wouldn't tell the audience to pull themselves together, we might have an awful scene. (laughs) Graham...
1: Graham, here's a joke for you to finish off. What do you get if you cross a jelly with a sheepdog? Portuguese dogs of war. (laughs) Harry, here's one for you. Who gets the sack every time he goes to work?
3: Peter Mandelson.
1: <laughs> Tim, I have five noses, six ears and seven mu- oh, it says seven months, it means
3: mouths. <laughs> Did you get the glasses? <laughs> Your daughter brought the glasses on Wednesday. <laughs> Didn't you see them? Oh, no, you wouldn't
4: have.
1: Tim, I have five noses, six ears and seven mouths. What am I? You're being ripped off by your plastic surgeon. (laughs) The answer is quite ugly. (laughs) I like that. Jeremy, what's always coming but never arrives?
2: Uh, A rabbit on a virgin train.
1: Graham, what's the difference between a night watchman and a butcher?
0: Oh, I know this one. One guards the premises and the other sells meat.
1: (laughs) Boringly correct. Barry, another one for you now. What goes up and down but never
3: moves? A rabbit on a virgin tray.
1: Tim, what do you call a wicked old lady who lives by the sea?
0: Anne Robinson on holiday.
1: <laughs> okay, here are some for anybody to have a go at. How do you catch squirrels?
0: You have a one night stand with a hollow tree.
1: <laughs> what vegetable needs a plumber?
0: An artichoke
1: with a blocked toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Yellow paper. I wonder if the audience knows the answer to that. Three. <laughs> now you tell me. Why do elephants have big ears?
2: Um, because they've got a very small surface area to volume ratio. Mm. So therefore, to enable them to lose heat in hot climates, they have to have a large flat surface, unlike a mouse, which generally lives in a cold climate, and therefore has a very large surface area to volume ratio and therefore has very, very small ears. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: And finally, what goes Sorry, tick, what tick, woof? Sorry, what
2: just said? Sorry. A large object has a, <coughs> a very small yeah. Yeah. surface area to volume ratio. Yeah. Yeah. And therefore, because oh the elephant God. is large, it's it can't lose again. heat effectively, it needs to have big ears. It's like one of those dolls, right. you know, where you right. clap your hands and they start
1: singing. <laughs> I've got two of those, the little guy with a a black hat on who sings. When you clap your hands, you know, you switch it on, clap your hands and he sings. And I got it in a, I got it, I got it in a, in a...
3: (laughs) Matron! The glasses are in your locker, I told you!
2: He doesn't even know we're here, Barry. No, I I know.
3: Your trumpet went very well at the auction. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Kenny Ball got it. (laughs) He's growing a geranium
2: in it.
1: (laughs) I'm just going to pick up Samantha's
3: score. (laughs) You've just (laughs) torn up your pension book now. (laughs) See what you've done. Finally, what goes tick-tick-woof? A dog marking homework.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so, ladies and gentlemen, as the PC of time crashes on the superhighway of fate and the sergeant of doom takes his bent panda car away, I notice it's the end of the show, so from the team, Samantha, myself, and the fine folk of Reading, it's goodbye. (laughs)
0: Barry Cryer, Graham Garden, Jeremy Hardy, and Tim Brooke Taylor would be given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton, with Colin Sell setting some of them to music. The program consultant was Ian Pattinson and the producer was John Maysmith. <laughs>